2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and member FDSE.
0: We're talking turkey on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com, where we are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, and that is Bradley Trainer, And this is our friend from the Butterball Turkey line. Turkey talk line. Hi, Nicole. Hey, guys. How's it going?
3: Great. Thank you so much for joining us today, Nicole. You know people got lots of questions as we approach Thanksgiving, and clearly you're probably busy answering many of them.
1: Oh, my gosh. We're so busy. I'm looking around the room right now. There's 50 men and women manning the phones, emails, chats, Facebook, Twitter, and you guys can even text us this year. Oh, that's you can cool. text us? Yeah, your turkey question, we're going to text you and answer back. Oh, that is so How cool! How do we do that? Where do we okay. text? Yeah, let me give you the phone number. It's 844 877 3456. And that's to text us. And I don't know about you guys, but when I text my family, friends, my coworkers, I like to use emojis. Do you guys do? Yeah, oh, for sure. Right? Who doesn't? So we actually found here at the Talk Line there's no fully cooked turkey emoji. So we thought we we need this fully cooked turkey emoji. So we started this petition. And if you visit change.org, we would love for you guys to give us a vote. We need some more votes to get this turkey emoji made into a reaction. Oh, my God, I love that. This is That's so genius. great. Nicole, we'll, have to, <laughs> well, we'll definitely post that on our website so people you. can do that. Awesome. While,
3: we're, while we're waiting uh, for you to finally get your turkey emoji, um, let's talk turkey, shall yeah.
1: we? Yes, we shall.
3: And let's kick things right off with a listener question. Colleen, I know a listener called in during the break. What was their question? Yes,
0: yeah, so Pam is wondering. She's got a 23. This is. These are her words exactly. 23 pound plus turkey. She's wondering what the best, best method is to thaw that turkey.
1: To thaw, that's our number one question here. At the talk line, people don't realize it takes 24 hours or a whole day for every four pounds of turkey meat to thaw in your fridge. So if you do the math, that 23 pound turkey would take five to six days in the fridge. And you know, we're just days away from Thanksgiving. So if she hasn't started thawing her turkey in the fridge not to worry, she can opt for another way of fine, cold water bath method. It's a half hour per pound, so it's going to take 11 to 12 hours using that cold water bath. So she's okay. So
3: she can put, <laughs> basically you put a cold water bath in the sink and let it go uh, for 12 hours or something?
1: Well, you know what? You're right in the fact that you do want to use a kitchen sink or laundry room sink. You know, we don't want to use the hot tub or the jacuzzi. We've heard that before. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> Please don't. Um, but do, <laughs> do leave the wrapper on the turkey. Place it breast side down in that cold water bath. Ideally changing that water every half hour. That's going to speed up the thawing process and she'll be good to go in 11 hours. Perfect.
3: Oh, my God. That's awesome. Can I ask a question that I have always had? Yes. Okay, so, and again, if you guys are just joining us, we're talking turkey with the literal turkey talk line over uh, at Butterball. I have um, been cooking my turkey breast side down. Am I doing something horribly wrong?
1: Oh, you know, if that's the way you've done it over the years, okay. (laughs) It's not the the Butterball preferred method, Um, and there's a couple reasons for that. Yeah, tell me why. Yeah, so as it pertains to the Butterball turkeys, our breast of our turkey is pre-basted, we inject um, a saltwater brine solution throughout the breast area that comes out for enhanced tenderness and juiciness. So the, the basing ingredients are, are not going to work properly, if you will, if you roast it breast side down. Oh. Um, and also, if you, I'm sure you've noticed when it's breast side down, it gets a little bit wobbly in the pan yeah. and it's not going to sit very stable and you may have some uneven cook. So definitely breast side up is the way to go. And Your best friend on Thanksgiving Day is going to be your meat thermometer. He's going to register 170 in that breast and 180 in the deep thigh, and your turkey's done.
3: Oh, my God. So this is hilarious because I cooked a turkey last weekend, and I just, I don't know why, I thought 165. That was not cooked.
1: It was chewy, wasn't it? Yes, it absolutely was. Yes. Okay. So, again, (laughs) 170 breast, 180 in the thigh. But, you know, what's interesting, though, is we can tell consumers over the phone, you know, where to reference the deep thigh at. A lot of people don't know where that's at. We tell them, hop on the butterball.com website. We just went ahead and, um, refreshed some of our how-to videos. One of which is where to place that meat thermometer. It's 30 seconds long. It's got a little bit of music in the background and it shows you exactly where to put that meat thermometer. Doesn't get any easier. Nicole, how did you, um, how did you find your passion for turkey? (laughs) So I actually um, started the talk line right out of grad school, and I just had my 40th birthday. Well, it's only a number, right? (laughs) Um, And so I've been on the talk line for about 17 years, Wow! um, and a lot's changed with me. I'm married now. I have four little butter balls of my own, but my um, uh, area of schooling was nutrition dietetics. And I'm looking around the room. We have registered dietitians. We have home ec teachers. We have... Culinary instructors, this is a seasonal position for us. We all do it in November and December, but outside of it, we're working full-time jobs. Um, you know, Thanksgiving Day is our busiest day. Eight-hour shift we all work, if not ten. Wow. It's our busiest day. It's We're talking turkey and lots of it. So, Nicole, <laughs>
0: if I text the Turkey Talk line and just say thank you to all of you guys oh. on Thanksgiving, is that, you know, will you guys uh, get that text? Oh, my gosh, we totally okay. will. One of us will. for It might even be me. Okay. Yeah, we'd love Noted. that. Noted. Noted. Okay, we did get a call from another listener named Wendy. She's wondering if you have any thoughts on the best type of wine to inject into a turkey turkey. turkey.
1: Oh, Oh, my goodness. Have you you gotten that one before? No. Well, I'm sure we probably have. Um, It's really personal preference. Um, You know, we tell people additional injections or brining. It's really not necessary when it comes to butterball turkey. They already have that saltwater brine solution. But gosh, I'd say a personal preference on that one. Interesting.
0: What is, Nicole, can you tell us what is the most bizarre question you've (laughs) ever gotten when you've answered the turkey talk line?
1: Yeah. You know what? Usually they're on Thanksgiving Day. Of course, it's our busiest day, and sometimes there's a little bit of a wait, but we'll answer the phone. Thanks for calling Butterball Turkey Talk Line. Can I help you? And you know it's going to be a good call right out of the gate. You're on speakerphone, and typically it's it's a husband, wife. And, you know, maybe he's thinking one way. She's kind of hoping you're going to kind of lean the other way with her. And you hear the kids in the background. You you, you know, you hear the dog. And you're thinking, wow, I feel like I'm in their kitchen. Um, <laughs> so we're sort of like that turkey mediator, you know. <laughs> and it, it's fun. Those are good ones.
0: <laughs> oh, Nicole, you are too funny.
3: I have to imagine um, you get a lot the day of of people in a panic. Yes. Because they either haven't started the turkey early enough. Um, do you ever just tell people, you know what, um, take out time?
1: You know, it's funny because a lot of times people will call and they're in a panic because maybe their oven is broken. They don't realize it until the day of Thanksgiving or it's not calibrated. People are without power. A lot of times we have, you know, we're in Chicago, maybe some bad weather. And those are good calls, too, because I tell them, do you have a, an outdoor grill? Mm, yeah, they tell us. You know what? We're actually educated. We can counsel you on how to prepare that turkey on the grill. Oh, you're kidding me. Really? Yeah, we tell them. We can we can there's, you know, not just a traditional oven. There's many ways to prepare your turkey. So huh. those are really good ones too.
0: That is awesome. Well, thank you, Nicole, for taking your time with us today. And just oh, in, absolutely.
3: in conclusion, Nicole, if you could just give people again, the ways that they can get their questions answered between now and Thanksgiving.
1: For sure. Yeah. Give us a call. 1-800-BUTTERBALL, 1-800-288-8372. You can send us an email. You can visit the butterball.com website. Of course, we're on social media, Facebook and Twitter send us a text, or definitely just give us a phone call. We're here to help. Awesome. awesome.
0: Nicole, thank you so much, and have a happy Thanksgiving. Hey, you too. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Take Nicole. Take care. Oh, she was really awesome. We've
3: done that for the last couple of years, and I feel like it's always just a good refresh to know that there is a resource out there that's available. And, you know, um, I know people get real fancy this time of year, like, Oh, I want to get my turkey from this thing, and it's going to be, I'm going to do this weird technique, and all those things are great. But, like, don't not rely on Butterball because you have some, you know, cockamamie turkey question. They have heard it
0: all. Yeah, it's true. All right. When we come back, you may have noticed um, a fragrance in the metro area yesterday. Well, Bradley has the answer to what you were sniffing yesterday in the great outdoors in the Twin Cities. We'll be back after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk One oh seven one.
3: Hey, it's Jace from Jason and Alexis. If you missed Second Chance Romance, oh, don't worry. We got you. We have the highlights.
0: We go to a karaoke bar for our first date and had a wonderful time. Just don't really know why there isn't a second date after two weeks have gone by.
1: I feel kind of kind of weird saying this, but I think she's, I don't know, too much fun for me. At a certain point, uh, she, she actually was buying shots for these other guys. I'm
3: just looking for something a little more—I don't know, um, lack of a better word—I don't know sure.
1: I like to right. have a good time. I mean, it's just my style, really. I mean, I want to be yeah. playing beer pong when I'm 80. You know, I'm not trying to judge that.
2: I, I no. just—I I don't want to be playing beer pong, you know, at all. Like,
3: second chance romance Thursdays at seven and eight thirty on my talk
1: 107.1, the radio home of celebrating celebrity. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment.
0: Ash, what was that smell? That's what we're talking about on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And what the heck was that smell yesterday? Did you smell it? I did. Yeah.
3: Some people, I mean, it's weird to me, but some people were like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, oh. um, I feel like most of the metro area smelled the smell yesterday afternoon. I walked out of the studio. It stunk and it stunk like uh, manure. Yeah. Poo. Which is exactly what it was.
0: Oh, I didn't know that for sure. Oh, really? No, I, d- I knew that. I, I knew the smell because you smell that smell in the country at certain times And like when I would drive back and forth to Gustavus, I would have to drive through the farm country and I would smell it all the time. But it is not a smell you get normally in the cities because we don't have fields to spread manure on.
3: So there were a lot of people smelling things yesterday and frankly, a lot of people guessing the different types of things that they were smelling and uh, as Colleen just said, it was in fact manure. Now we know this. Um, Chris Schaefer he explained that because of the warming temperatures, this is also the time of year when farmers are putting manure on their fields. So as the temperatures warmed, uh, the manure, of course, melted, mm-hmm. if you will, and uh, that Released because of the windy because of the windy conditions, um, it spread that smell across the Twin Cities. Yes.
0: No, it was gross.
3: Yeah, I know. It was pretty awful.
0: Um, But it's gone today. I mean, at least as far as I could tell. I haven't smelled
3: it, but it is also windy today. So I don't know. I didn't smell it yesterday morning. I did smell it yesterday afternoon. So one only knows.
0: Well, I, it was so funny because Donna Valentine had tweeted something about it. And I, she's like, is, any, is everybody in Bloomington smelling this smell? And I wrote back, Donna, this is awkward, but that's just you. And then I wrote I did that before I left the office here at the radio station and I walked outside and I could smell it immediately. And I was like, oh, serves me you know, right.
3: Turns out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was Karma. it was literally all over the Twin Cities, Ugh. whether you were on the South Metro, North uh, or uh, in this case, right here in the middle.
0: It was everywhere. Well, that was awkward. Another thing that's kind of awkward is um table talk on holidays and so we've put together a handy little um tutorial on how to avoid some of the pitfalls of the current news uh, around your thanksgiving table so with no further ado
1: time for colleen's tips for having non-controversial thanksgiving table talk this year
0: uh, do you like my sweet potato recipe? I made it out of that Giada De Laurentiis, or whatever the heck her name is, out of her cookbook.
1: Oh, yeah, they're fantastic.
0: I used to watch her show on the Food Network. Oh, okay. I don't really watch that network, but when I was growing up, I watched a lot on PBS. Like, I would watch Julia Childs and, like, um... Yeah, Did on- you ever
3: watch the Frugal Gourmet? You know, he was molesting children. Mm. I'm telling you, it's really hard to have conversations at the holidays because,
0: I mean, it's just so charged these days. (laughs) Okay, so now talking about the Food Network or recipes off the table. Yeah, you have to tiptoe lightly into any topic, I guess, is what we're learning from these tutorials. Well, speaking of conversations. I really am bummed
3: about the Frugal Gourmet, though.
0: I still am angry about that. You did. Um, do you remember? This was a few months ago, Bradley. You were in a YouTube spiral, and you were watching. That was like old... a, that was
3: years ago, wasn't it? Was it? I don't, I don't think know. it was it recently. Like but yesterday. yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Because I I uh, used to love yes. watching that show. That was sort of my connection to food as a child. Mm-hmm. And um, then, of course, we learned, and I don't remember honestly. I think I blocked out what the actual allegations were, but they were not pretty, and mm-hmm. um, that's why he went away. He went bye bye in the car car. Is so. he still alive? No.
0: What happened to him? I don't know.
3: He died. Okay, well, thank
0: you. Jeff Smith. Yes, that was his name. Oh, he died in 2004. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Okay, I do have that problem, though, where I can't identify who's alive and who's dead. So... Last night, we were flipping through channels, and the movie Clue was on, and I got really excited, because I haven't seen that movie in a really long time. And it's
3: like one of the best movies ever. It's
0: such a good movie. Yeah. So I'm watching it with my husband, and I'll just, like, share the actual text that went back and forth, Bradley, between you and me. Um, I said, uh, we're watching Clue, and I just accidentally killed Christopher Lloyd. That is our you thought Christopher Lloyd was dead. I know, but that's what Bradley and I say when I accidentally think somebody's dead who's not dead. Okay, so whoops. But I just had this like faint memory of like
3: of him dying? I don't
0: know, or just us talking about him and that I don't know. That's what I why I can't access it. Like I should probably know that if I'm not sure if they're dead or alive, they're probably alive. Because I think I I like will lock it in when somebody dies. I'm like, oh that person has died now. So anyway, so we're watching it. I say, uh, I I just accidentally killed Christopher Lloyd. And you were like, oh, God. And then, like, not even two seconds later, I my husband goes, yeah, well, he's, Christopher Lloyd's not dead, but Martin Mull is. And I Googled it, and I'm like, no, Martin Mull is totally still alive.
3: Wait, why are you killing off the, the, the cast of Clue?
0: Yeah, but then it got really bad when... I was like, oh, I love Madeline Kahn. What has she been up to? Why haven't we seen her lately?
3: Oh, God. What did I say?
0: Um, You said, well, first of all, I said, um, Madeline Kahn died. And you were like, oh, girl. And I said, this is horrible. You were like, she's been dead.
3: For a long time. A
0: long time. She died in 1999.
3: Yeah, almost 20 years ago, in mm-hmm.
0: fact. So I think in this we learn that I can't be trusted I mean, with celebrity. I mean, I feel
3: like you should use the Google more.
0: Well, I did you know, when that, you know, but I say it out loud first and then that's when you have to go hunt down the Google train and it just, it like hits me in unexpected times. Like like, to, like today if I saw Christopher Lloyd, I probably wouldn't be like, oh, I think he died but for some reason last night it made perfect sense. That he was dead. Yes, but he's not, by the way. If um, you're just tuning in, Christopher Lloyd, very much alive. Martin Mull, very much alive. Madeline Kahn, however, died in 1999.
3: Somebody who's also dead, Laura Ingalls Wilder. Oh,
0: she really is dead, yes.
3: But there's a new book that I want you to get for the holidays, because oh. um, you'll probably be reading at some point. And I know you're a particular fan of uh, Little House on the mm-hmm. Prairie, and of course Little House on the Prairie sprung from a, f- a course Little House on the Prairie Mm -hmm. by Laura Ingalls Wilder, among other books that she wrote. There's a new book called The American Dreams of Laura Ingalls Wilder, and this woman has done a ton of research on her and her daughter who wrote the books. And uh, the role that her daughter played, which is far more significant than some people know, and also their personal um, struggles in life and uh, after, you know writing those books, it's, it's a very interesting uh, synopsis that I read in The New York Times. I think it's a book you'd want to pick up. Oh my gosh
0: I am.: Again, pick it's called it up. "The
3: American Dreams of Laura Ingalls
2: Wilder.
0: 1071. You're
3: in the good place. You're okay, Ellen. Entertainment.
0: It's 2.30, which means it's got to be time for Crazy Stupid Idiots on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 107.1. We're streaming live at MyTalk107.1.com and doing everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer, and these are your Crazy Stupid Idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot.
1: Yeah. Colleen and Bradley present CSI.
3: It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Indeed we do.
0: But we are not going to Florida first. We are, are going, going to, uh, we're going to York, England, uh, maybe um, that is where, okay, this is what you need to know. The first thing you need to know is this. Lock your keys on your phone because uh, early Sunday morning or in the wee late hours of Saturday night, a party was occurring. And that is when uh, a phone call came into 911. That phone call came from somebody's pocket. And the 911 operators could hear arguing in the background. And so they thought, well, okay, we need to respond to this. So they used the uh, cell phone towers to triangulate the area that the cell phone call into the 911 system was uh, where it was coming from. And they were able to find the area. They drove over to that particular area. Okay. And they found the house that the call came from because there was a very large party happening at that house. Oh. That party was attended by... A lot of minors, not, you know, people who make a career of going down into the mines. Mm, No. Children. Children, young people. So when Leland Anderson, the 45-year-old owner of the home, came outside and saw the cops outside, um, he thought perhaps they were going to ticket him for supplying alcohol and a place to party for minors. And guess what? That's exactly what they ended up doing. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Lock your keys. Just lock your keys. If you're doing something illegal, lock your keys. That's my crazy, stupid idiot advice.
3: Lock your keys?
0: Lock your keys on your phone. Lock your phone.
3: Oh, I thought you said keys, like keys.
0: Yeah, I mean, lock your key. Like, remember back when we had to dial on, before smartphones, we would say lock your keys. Oh, did you say that? Yeah, all the time. Could you
3: lock your keys on like a, are you talking like a flip phone?
0: I'm like, I was thinking more like a Blackberry or like a, oh, like an old, you know, brick phone. You never had one?
3: Mm-mm. I had a flip phone and then I had a smartphone. Oh
0: my gosh. You went straight from flip to smart.
3: Yeah.
0: Huh. Yeah. Lock your keys.
3: All right. That was where again?
0: It was in York, which is not, it, it's not in York. It's like in a city uh, on the East coast. Oh, okay. But I don't know what state. Oh, uh, Maine. There you
3: go. All right. Well, not too far away. We're going to... Ha- well, actually, it's not too far away in terms of the other country, but it's actually on the other side of that country near Maine, which is Canada. And we're going to go all the way to uh, Vancouver, Canada, to talk about a guy who did something very odd uh, and... Um is it genius or is it the most ridiculous thing ever? You decide. Okay, so police departments, traffic unit uh, was catching people speeding and doing all that stuff, right? Okay. That happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times have you been driving down the street and you see cops pulling people over and you're just thankful that it wasn't you? Ones didn't you. get exactly. pulled over, right? Um, so this one particular officer saw something a little unique and a little different than you typically do when you pull somebody over. So there's a guy behind the wheel. Mm, That's not shocking, right? No. It's when he uh, approached the vehicle that he saw the uh, particular oddity. So on the guy's steering wheel Mm -hmm. that he pulled over, the guy had rigged the steering wheel such that it had a smartphone and an iPad attached to it. So the guy could drive while using his smartphone mm. and iPad. Um. Now, I th- think that if you're like one of those people who's like, I'm trying not to be distracted by my driving. Yeah. I can see the logic there because you're thinking, at least I'm not looking over. Right. right? It's right in front of me. Yeah. yeah. And I will say, I'm one of those people that puts, like, do you have like a um, a holder for your phone?
0: Yep. Right next to me.
3: Like I put it on the, um, the vent, mm-hmm. like I have a vent clip
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, so that I can see the phone. But that's not always a good idea either, just as having your uh, vehicle's music system right there. In that center console. That can be distracting, too. It's not just your smartphone. So this guy like, clearly thought it was smart enough uh, to maybe stay more focused in the mm-hmm. lane that you're driving, right? You're looking straight ahead. Uh, the only problem with that is if you're looking down at your steering wheel, yeah, you're, you're not, not
0: looking at the road. Looking
3: at the road. Yeah. So they didn't like that very much. And it's why he uh, did that. That earned him crazy, stupid, idiot status. Why did he do that? Well, also, why
0: did he need both? Mm,
3: she's just a busy guy. What do you think would be the excuse for putting a mm. visual aid in front of you? I
0: mean, my excuse would be like directions, right? Yeah. Like that would be logical. Like you needed, you had, but remember, you were using the directions. Crazy,
3: stupid, idiot. So,
0: so he was watching porn.
3: No, but that's a good one. Oh, that's a good guess. He was playing Pokemon Go.
0: Okay. That, okay, first of all, are people still playing Pokemon Apparently Go? they
3: are. He got a $368 <laughs> ticket for playing Pokemon Go and mm. jerry-rigging his uh, iPad and oh phone. Oh
0: my gosh.
3: So don't do that. Although, you know, what I've always thought is, this is probably a horrible, yeah, no, I'm not even going to say that because I don't want to have this conversation on the air. So we'll just leave it alone. Let's
0: pretend that didn't happen, yeah. okay? Um, hey, let's go to New York State to a small town of Elmira, okay? This happened on Sunday. Do you know if I say the name Janine Piro? Oh yeah, from Justice with Judge Janine.
3: She's a Fox News commentator. Yep.
0: So, um, and she's a what? A judge, which means she's well versed in or the law. Or may have been at some point. at some point, but yeah. she understands law. Right. Or that that is you'd think you would think, well, she was ticketed at 1 15 p.m. on Route 17 in the Elmira, New York area where the speed limit is 65 miles per hour. She was clocked at a slightly speedier 119 miles per hour.
3: Was she late for her show?
0: No. You know, she says... Now, listen, I'm going to give, like, half of the story, because this is a sad part of the story, and then I'll tell you the part, but apparently she was going to visit her 89-year-old mother, who's ill, okay?
3: Well, I mean, was her mother in the process of actually dying?
0: You know, I don't know. But here's what I do know. When asked, why were you driving so fast, she said... I didn't realize how fast I was driving. 119 miles per hour.
3: No, she knew. It. I,
0: I would was get there. if you were driving like 80 in an, a 65 mile per hour zone and you'd be like, oh, shoot. Whoa, that happened quick. Or mm, I would even give you 85 over 100 miles per hour.
3: Uh, yes. You might know. Well, because your car would be shaking. Wouldn't you think? I mean, you're v- very aware. I don't know what kind of car she drives. It's probably something fancy. But, and I will say, you know, fancy big cars, you don't realize sometimes how fa- fast you're going. Well. But again, I'm not saying that 120 you wouldn't, but I do see oh, where wow. you... Like, I have looked down and been like, oh, God, how am I going that
0: fast? Oh, for sure. I think we've all done that before. We were like, whoa, whoopsie doodles. Um. Yep, nope. So she... Will have to be uh seen in court. Have you ever
3: heard her voice before? No. No, I haven't. Um I'm just gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Holly, have you ever heard her voice? Yes. Okay. You should listen to her voice at some point. Okay. She has a very unique voice that's just um unique. It sound well Does it sound
0: like somebody who would drive 119 miles per hour in a 65 mile per hour zone? It totally does. Does it really? Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. It's very assertive. Yeah. I would say a person who who confidently drives 119 miles per hour. She talks like
3: this. With intention. I'm sure she'd be like, I was going somewhere, important officer, and I did not know. How fast I was going. You need a little
0: bit more rage in that voice. Part.
3: Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of rage coming out of her. So it does not shock me at all that she was lead foot in it at 119. Oh my like, gosh. Like, why just the 119? Why not hit the 120 at least? I know, right?
0: Get that extra mile per hour. Yeah. I wonder how lo- how long she'd been doing that for. I mean, meaning how, like, for what? how long of that drive had she been driving that fast. It seems like they would pick up on that pretty quickly. Right? What do you mean? Like somebody would report somebody going 120 miles. Do you ever call
3: in on somebody going that fast? You just Uh, go, oh God, they're going fast.
0: Yeah, I would if they were driving that fast down my street. I would point out my sign that says drive like your kids live here.
3: Seen their like license plate number. You would have just yelled at it. Yeah. With your fists and the Slow
0: down! All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we're going to get to your answers to today's Daily Snap Judgment. That's a question we ask over at our Facebook page. Bradley, what was the question we asked today?
3: Breast or thigh?
0: Yes. Yes, that is the Daily Snap Judgment. If you haven't had a chance to answer it yet, go to our Facebook page, and we'll get to your answers after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071.
1: Previously on Jason and Alexis. My nephew was in the paper, guys. They're going around talking to seven-year-olds. What they're thankful for. Here's my nephew's quote. I am thankful for my pet lizard because he is scary. Oh, my God. (laughs) He does not have a lizard. What is she talking about?
0: (laughs) (laughs) When I was in first grade, they had me on the radio. They were like, oh, do you have any pets? And I'm like, yeah, I have a pet pig. Well, I did not have a special. <laughs> I did she not. And I just told this whole story about this pig I had. My parents were sitting there going, oh, this is interesting. Cute. <laughs> Maybe it's an imaginary
3: lizard friend. That's what Mm-kay. I thought of. It. Oh,
0: that's scary.
3: Children see things, man. Remember Haley Joel Osment? I mean, <laughs> they do,
0: before they are seven, especially oh no say, maybe, maybe it's like those. the
1: exorcist <laughs> <laughs> no guys no bringing you everything entertainment jason and alexis in the morning with- hi
0: everybody this is adriana Trajani. i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson
3: to the gym to work out
0: pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends
3: blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube
1: channel producer don on my talk 107 One. the radio home of did you get main floor or seats my talk 107 One. everything entertainment
0: so, breast or thigh? That's our question on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And today, on our Facebook page, we've asked you, breast or thigh?
3: It's a very important question, mm-hmm. especially this time of year. Actually, you know what? We said breast or thigh. I think the better question would have... Wait a minute! weren't we gonna do? I'm so confused. Breast or thigh? What did people say?
0: <laughs> okay, so I had a lot
3: of thoughts in my head. At you once.
0: did all at the same time. I saw them all uh, clash all at the same time. Jennifer said, "I will take a delicious bone and skin on thigh, grilled to perfection, oh, me too. with a tasty barbecue sauce or boneless, skinless thigh, cut up and served in a delicious Indian curry." Ooh, Thank yes. you. Now I'm hungry. Uh, Kim said, "Breast is always the breast."
3: Um, Does she mean best?
0: I mean, I think it was a play on words.
3: Well, it's not really a play on words. Like, the play on words would have been, breast is always best? Because otherwise, breast is always breast? I mean, of course, breast is always breast. And thigh is always
0: thigh. Melody said, breasts, both of them. Ew. That's inappropriate. Christine said, ha, 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 thigh, of course.
3: Why is that funny? She thought it was, I
0: don't know. She thought it was funny. Ah, <laughs> <Fie. laughs> Paula said, thighs are gross. What? Uh. I never, can I just
3: say something? I don't understand. Like growing up, did you, in, in your, like your parents, did they have very particular opinions about uh, dark and white meat?
0: Um, I think everybody in my family had a preference.
3: Okay. What was your mom's preference? Let me guess. White meat.
0: Mm, I think hers is dark really yeah I think I so. always feel
3: like for some reason maybe it's just because my mother but my mother and my aunts they were always like the white meat the white meat because you know, like, white meat was fancy and like healthy
0: yeah, that's what it is, and it's Bradley. Like, um, it's that it's that white meat was supposed to be the healthier dirt meat.
3: meat. I got news for you. It's where it's way better.
0: Oh, it's the best. I like a good mix, I'll be honest. What I really don't like is anything dry at all.
3: Well, yeah, if the breast is dry, but even like I like dry like a like a thigh that's way overcooked, I'm down with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you it's like yourself crispy. an
0: over overcooked thigh. Mm-hmm. Actually, interestingly, Terry said thigh crispy but not burned. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, when we're done, uh, you know, litigating our daily snap judgment, we like to move on to our three to three. These are the three things you need to know before we go at the end of the show. And let's start with our thirty second pop culture challenge. We do this every day at twelve thirty on the Colleen and Bradley show. Oh, and Gilbert played, played the is. role of
3: Laura Ingalls Wilder on this TV show.
1: Little House on the Prairie. Who is
3: Gail King's best friend? Oprah. For what movie did Gwyneth Paltrow win an Oscar? Oh, oh,
0: oh, oh. Skip it.
3: Name the male or female lead of the 1942 cat classic Casablanca.
1: Humphrey Bogart.
3: Name a Looney Tunes character. Bug's Bunny. For what movie did Gwyneth Paltrow win an Oscar?
1: A Midnight Summer's Dream. Oh, so wow. close!
0: Oh she almost she did had it. Yeah. It was Shakespeare so a sad. Is true. All right, uh, speaking of Gwyneth Paltrow. Correct answer, by the way. Shakespeare in love. Uh, speaking of Gwyneth Paltrow, number two on the three to three, the three things you need to know before we go. Gwyneth Paltrow's goop gift guide is absolutely atrocious.
1: You can get your very own personal yellow submarine. Yes. Oh. That's that is right. Your very own personal yellow submarine at Call comes to us courtesy of a company called y Co. And this personal submarine is the ultimate toy for yacht owners and offers a unique opportunity to explore the hidden depths of the ocean floor. And it can be yours for price upon request.
3: Price upon, <laughs> for price request. upon request. That means you can't afford it.
0: Yeah. If it's upon request, it means that's not for you. Still, so I kind of wanted that. That thing reaches the of ocean floor;
2: it will explode. I don't think it can reach those kind of depths.
0: Thank That's you, Donny, for that. Who's
3: going to the ocean floor? <laughs>
2: That's what it said in the the promo for the product. Oh. Like, said, explore the depths of the ocean floor.
3: Yeah, no, don't yeah, go to the floor. I don't know that floor. I would trust that. Plus, no. you also like you don't want to bump your uh, thing on the floor.
0: Yeah, some rich idiot is going to spend a ton of money on that and then try to find the Titanic and that's gonna be the end of that story thank you very that's much so True. all right the last on our list the three to three the three things you need to know before we go on the Colleen and Bradley show uh, we have some tips to about talking at the Thanksgiving table you know it's a really contentious atmosphere right now we don't want you to step in the dog's business here's how you have a good conversation at Thanksgiving
1: Time for Colleen's tips for having non-controversial Thanksgiving table talk this year.
0: You know um, that my favorite breakfast meat is bacon. Like if I have to choose between bacon and and sausage, I always choose bacon.
1: Oh, bacon every single time. Right? Whoever picks sausage I, whenever they have a choice? No. Yeah. Speaking
3: of bacon, men are pigs.
2: Yeah. And that's how Did that, we get that goes. You all of them
0: today. No, do, do, should we give one more tip? Yeah, I um, okay. I yeah. thought
3: we uh, had one more.
0: Let's give our very final tip for good conversation over the Thanksgiving meal.
1: Time for Colleen's Tips for Having Non-Controversial Thanksgiving Table Talk this year. Colleen, can you pass me the mashed potatoes? I'm really loving them, and, while well, I've got some extra... My oh,
0: do, you, no. do you want? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Do you want some more?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Speaking
0: of more, can we talk about Roy Moore? <laughs> <laughs> See, it's what? not easy. You got to be careful. Yeah. I mean, all you were doing is asking for more potatoes. No, and then look oh, what happens. Yeah. By the way, I love the
2: uh, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving music bed.
0: Yeah.
3: That's yeah. Very, well, c- it's the great, great, great pumpkin great. caper. Yeah, that was a great, Halloween one. Was there a Thanksgiving
0: It's your special? turkey, oh, Charlie Brown, is what it's a called. Thanksgiving
3: one. Yeah.
2: No,
0: I'm just kidding. I don't actually know if there's a Thanksgiving oh, one. It sounded like it. Well, there should. Yeah, there has yeah. to be one, right? Gotta be. Yeah. Yeah, because that would have been a perfect hey, lesson Donnie, learning moment.
3: Breast yeah. or thigh? Uh, thigh all the time, please. So you're a thigh all man. the time? No, actually, I'm not. I'm a breast man. Wow, really? Yeah.
0: What are we talking about here?
3: Breasts I,
0: or I, thighs. I thought we
3: were talking about the
2: turkey.
0: Okay, I'm, you know, I just, <laughs> here, I just implied? wanted I to know. I'm I just not wanted going to down know. the Charlie
2: Rose Road.
3: Hey, no. uh,
0: thank you no.
2: very no. much.
0: No. I guess talk it, about turkeys. <laughs> see, <laughs> there you go. You can turn it back every time too. That was very good. I suppose you guys will be, did. You guys get to talk about that at all yesterday on Lori and Julia? Because yes, that kind of broke while we were on the air. It, uh,
2: yes, it was addressed okay. yesterday on the show. Well, uh, what's
3: their opinion?
2: Like everybody else's. Oh, Charlie! Really? Yeah. Right. Such a waste of an, a brilliant career, and he really was brilliant at what he did.
3: Yeah, I will say, you know, like growing up, that was uh, that was a there was nothing like it on television. That format of um, reporting long form interview.
0: I think that that's one of the things that is the most frustrating uh, as all of these allegations come out. You hear about these people that you have, many of them, not all of them, that you have respected in one way or another, who have been sort of at the top of their, of their, uh, their profession, and you think such a smart person making such a bad move. I mean, terrible judgment. Yeah, it's just that's what's so frustrating. Wow, yeah. I'm sorry to end this on. It happens a
2: th- all the time.
0: Frustrating, unfortunately, it yeah, does. I know. All right. Um. I don't, can somebody say something funny right now, quick? No? All right. All, okay, thank you, Holly. Thank you, Holly. We'll have to wait for Lori and Julia for Bye. more funny stuff. We'll be back tomorrow on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. My Talk 107.1.
1: Everything. I'm
2: going to change you from a rooster to a hen with one shot.
0: Entertainment.